From E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town, celebrating 30 years on the air. This week featuring guests from 2012, including Anders Osborne, Ruthie Foster, the Jayhawks, Mary Chapin Carpenter, the infamous String Dusters, and more. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here comes our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Hello, everybody. As John Prine's song says, summer's end is around the bend just flying. Swimming suits are on the line just drying. It's such a good song from one of his best records, which was also his last. Summer is winding down. Schools are gearing up. Uh, Hopefully some cooler weather is coming. We're still not done with the whole COVID thing, but we're starting to host new shows here at E-Town Hall, getting ready for a new season of fresh radio shows, which are coming soon. Meanwhile, we are proud of the songs and stories we've been able to dig up from our archives. We really appreciate the positive comments and emails we're getting about this music and these stories that haven't been heard in a long, long time. So thanks for those. What's also exciting about this week's show is that we've now caught up with the E-Town video production crew. So whatever you hear, you can also see by going to our YouTube channel. Our first set of music this week includes a Johnny Cash song written by his second wife, June Carter Cash, and sung by the wonderful Texas native Ruthie Foster. And before that, a visit with a native of Sweden who's become a native of New Orleans. Here doing a couple of songs on stage at E-Town is Anders Osborne from back in 2012. All right, I'd like to ask Nick and Helen and the E-Town Band to get on up here if you feel like it, and let's jam. This one's called Echoes of My Sins.
shadow of myself I've been afraid of other men I used to play without the joy That makes me who I am That ain't right now And as I slowly I gave away my life I could hear the Andrews Osborne, thanks for coming. You sound great. Thank you. Uh, how do you say your hometown? Udavala or? Udavala. Udavala. Yeah. I left there when I was eight, and I uh, moved to this little island called Gotland, which is in the Baltic Sea, and I lived there till almost 16. Oh, wow. And then, um, you know, took the ferry up to the mainland and started hitchhiking and met a bunch of people. Right. So when I was talking about, when I was introducing you, I was talking about your hitchhiking journey, and, and I mentioned that you'd gone you know, through Europe and... Asia and the Middle East and North Africa, and that just seems so, so bold. And of course, these were different times. It was a while ago, and things were probably different. But can you give us just a couple of examples of, like, some of the most wacky stuff that happened during that part of your journey? Are you sure? Yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a family show, you know. But. Well, I'll, I'll trim down some of the other stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, the thing is, first of all, I was so young that it wasn't just bold. I think it was more ignorance. I had no idea. I woke up, and I just knew I have to get out of here. It was almost an obsession. I, like, I got to go. Right. Once you get going, you start to depend a lot on people you meet. Right. But then eventually you get hip to where you can make money. So you go to ski resorts, then you get harvests and stuff. As the fall comes on, you gotta move down south. You gotta go maybe harvest olives in Greece. 
So now you got to somehow figure out a way to get down there because right. that's kind of how it works. So you just eventually, you're in Egypt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. And, uh, that's wild. And eventually you got to the States and you got to New Orleans. And after all of that travel and of all those countries and all those adventures and all those experiences, what was it about New Orleans that when you got there made you feel like, okay, this is home. This is where I'm going to stick around. It's like a feeling when you fall in love with somebody. Right. And then, you know, just the music scene there is so amazing. And, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, New Orleans, I suspect, is also, or I know, is also a, uh, a dangerous mistress, too. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of temptations. How did you fare in that world? <laughs> I see the paint all the way around me now. And I'm in the corner. <laughs> no, we're, we're, just, we're just chatting. We're, just, we're chatting. just chatting. Yeah, we're just hanging out. I, I mean, you, there's a song on your newest record yeah. uh, about the junkie's mind. So, yeah. Yeah. so I, I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I tried it all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got into it, but I think a lot of those things, I mean, not only New Orleans itself, but I think those things show up early on. I mean, I, I saw parts of my personality that showed up pretty early, even yeah. before I'd start travel. So yeah. um, that didn't help. Right. Yeah. But there's lots of kindred spirits. And of course, there's lots of people who deal with that as a challenge, too. Yep. And, and uh, you've been there for a long time. You got there in the sort of early 80s, right? Or mid 80s? Yep, yep. Yeah. 84 M. And you've become a part of the musical culture. And it's so interesting thinking about this uh, long, blonde-haired Swedish guy with a beard down there and <laughs> deeply ingrained. And Because yeah. there is a New Orleans culture. True. It's about the spirit and it's about the circle of friends and about making a contribution and being ready with a song or to chip in when it's time. And, uh, yeah. it, and as a musician, that must be just like being in heaven. You're surrounded by great players and everybody's welcome. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And it's because they have a tradition of lineage to carry on things, you become a mentor. As I used to look to my mentors, you know, George Porter, Dr. John, these people, they would help me out in the beginning. And they were taught by, let's say, Alan Toussaint right. or somebody else, Snooks Eglin. Yeah. So anyway, that's the tradition down there. You carry it on. Right. Well, again, it's so great to get to know you a little bit and to hear your music, and thank you for stopping by. We've got more music. You ready to play some more? Okay. Yeah. Welcome back from New Orleans, Louisiana, Anders Osborne. Thank you. This song is about New Orleans, where I have resided the last 28 years. And we have gone through, or I have gone through in, in my time there, several hurricanes and all that good stuff. This song has nothing to do with that. <laughs> this song is just about how damn hot it is. <laughs> and how much we love that place. And Nick, you're welcome to come jam anytime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We should get him out on mandolin or something. There's a solo section where I think he needs to do something. So we have not practiced this, so be gentle on Nick. 
I think he's done it before, though. On the front stoop of my house I'm watching folks go by Lazy days I'm chewing on ice We're all just waiting on July And Ozzy's playing her We all know who that is Rag-a-tag rain City so slow It's summertime in New Orleans All the fellas are getting drunk on Sundays We all know they're just trying to keep cool I'm hanging out playing card games With my best friend that's got a pool And Ozzy's playing James Andrews Oh, we all know who that is Ragged Jaggerango A city so low That summertime in New Orleans So we're drinking gallons of daiquiris We got snowballs in a cone A slow drive by the lake Doing 35 through all the school zones And my brand new AC unit, it just broke And Ozzy's playing a Kermit Ruffins You know his barbecuing up at Barnes Ragged Tagaray, smoking a joke it's summertime in New Orleans The garbage truck just passed you up You know, and that potent smell of seafood shells <laughs> And sweet blooming magnolia trees Summertime in my New Orleans
Taking a carriage ride with my wife Through the French Quarter now Oh, I'm listening to Tuba Fats And we got all them kids Splashing water everywhere Oh, and we got gutter punks Sitting right next to gentlemen in straw hats Yeah, and OZ's playing sad smoke So slow It's summertime in New Orleans yeah. Ragged Tagarang A city so low It's summertime In New Orleans yeah. Oh, Thank you. We are very happy to welcome her back to E-Town. Please uh, make her feel welcome, if you would, Ruthie Foster. Hey. <laughs> well, it's not every day I get to hang with Nick and Helen Foster and the E-Tones here. This is nice. Very nice. Shall we try the uh, Johnny Cash song? Something called Ring of Fire. You know that one? <laughs> you don't know it like this.
That's Ruthie Foster on stage at E-Town from back in 2012. We'll be back with much more after a short break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. Welcome back to E-Town. In our very first season back in 1991, we were lucky enough to bring some incredibly talented artists to be a part of this wacky new show that mixed music with interviews about climate change and renewable energy. One of our absolute favorites that year continues to be one of our favorites. That's our next guest, originally from South Dakota. She's lived in New York for years. She has been a Texas resident a couple of times. She consistently made great records and finally had her day in the sun about 25 years ago when she had a hit record and a Grammy Awards and all of that stuff. Here is a little set featuring a duet with Mary Chapin Carpenter, a part of my conversation, and a song from, like I say, one of our absolute favorites, Sean Colvin. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be back. And I'm going to start with kind of an old song. I'll tell you a little story behind it very quickly. Um, in 1987, I was hired to be a backup singer for Suzanne Vega. And uh, it was to be in Europe for two months, and I had never been to Europe before. And I, um, I was hesitant to go, actually, because I just started to understand what I could do as a songwriter. It was a long time coming, and I just kind of started to understand it. And I said, I don't know. It was, you know, two months in Europe, and I had never gone. And I said, I don't know. And they said, $750 a week. And I said, I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Uh, so over I went, across the pond. And uh, the first thing that happened when I got there, I thought we would probably rehearse the songs, but no. First thing that happened, I got together with... Um, Suzanne and her manager, and they said, stay away from the drummer. <laughs> first thing, first thing I was told. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I don't like to be told what to do particularly. <laughs> so it took me possibly 48 hours to hook up with the drummer or so, something like that. And uh, it, it was fun, actually, you know, while it was fun, and then... Uh, then it wasn't anymore, but it, <laughs> it made for an interesting trip, and it was actually, it was, uh, it was breathtaking going to, to Europe for the first time, as I'm sure many of you uh, would agree. So I got home to my little apartment in New York City, and I felt very worldly and melancholy, and uh, I started this particular song. No more therapy, mother. 
Father, take care of me and piece me together with the needle and thread. Wrap me in eiderdown, lace from your wedding gown. Fold me and lay me down on your bed. Or liken me to a shoe, blacken and spit on through. Kicking back home to you, smiling back home. Just singing back home to you, laughing back home to you. Dragging back home to you I was so wary then The ugly American Thinner than oxygen And tough as a whore I said you can lie to me I own what's inside of me And nothing surprises me anymore Forests in Germany, kids in the Tuileries, broken down fortresses in old Italy, and claiming his victory, shrouded in mystery, he went running away with me. Back in our home, New York, walking these streets forlorn. We all in our uniforms, black and black. And doing that slouch and jive, the artist must survive. We got all we need, we cry, and we don't look back. And thinking we had it made, poised for the hit parade, knee deep in accolades of the conceptual pair. Whatever the malcontent He left without incident And vanished into sin I am always amazed That words can fill up a page And pages fill up the days Between him and me But the vows that we never keep bedrooms to business speak they make me remember how cheap words can be and the letters that I wrote you they were those of the desperate stuff like begging for love in a suicide threat but I am too young to die too old for a lullaby and too tired for life on the ledge Oh, but I had a dream last night Of lovers who walked the plank Out on the edge of time Amidst ridicule And they laughed as they rocked and reeled Over the mining fields Coming to rest on this ship of fools he just took Polaroids of her smile in the light of the dawn of the menacing sky. Before they went overboard, she turned and held up a card, and it said,
Thank you. Um, so what a nice, uh, an amazing, circuitous path you've had. I, I can't remember, was it a couple of months ago, maybe there was an event honoring Chuck Berry and Leonard Cohen, and there you were kind of in this rarefied air with all these people and talking about lyrics and songwriting and stuff. It was the Penn Association of New England, they give out literary awards, and for the first time this year, they decided they would give a literary award to lyricists, which is great. And About so, time. yeah, and yeah. so they decided they couldn't decide between two people, and so they gave them both awards Chuck Berry and Leonard Cohen. And, you know, whoo, whoo. Um, so uh, Elvis Costello sang a couple of Chuck Berry songs with Chuck in attendance, and I sang a Leonard Cohen song with. Leonard yeah. on stage. No pressure. No pressure at all. Yeah. And then in the audience, we have Keith Richards, Paul Simon, and I, I, I right. can't even remember who else. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so wild. And yeah, this is. That was rough. Well, and you know, this is coming from someone who uh, you were Rachel Jordan, for God's sakes, right? Yeah, I on was, uh, I was and, on The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I, you're used to that rarefied air. Yeah, I've had some really fortunate things. Yeah, I was on the Larry Sanders Larry show, Sanders actually. Show, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I've, I've had some good opportunities. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the reasons why I know some of this stuff, because I've had a little glimpse at your memoir, Diamond in the Rough. So you're, uh, you're going from being a confessional songwriter to a, uh, a diarist, memoirist, confessional writer. Extremely confessional. It's, yeah. it's like taking your clothes off. I don't know if I've done the right thing or not. Yeah. I don't know. Did you cross some lines? Did you... Uh... I was really nice to everybody, but as far as I go, I probably crossed a line. But, I, yeah. you know, I've always kind of been like that. So. Right. And I don't mind oversharing. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? <laughs> I just pretty much... Uh, pretty much just have always appreciated people being very, very honest and knowing that I wasn't alone with depression or addiction or any number of things. And that saved me. So if I can help someone know that they're not alone yeah. with various things, then uh, I'm happy. How does that oversharing work for you in your role as a mom <laughs> with your daughter? Does that... Got to be careful with that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she, you know, she knows me and uh, I, I don't overshare with her too badly, but she certainly knows a lot of my experiences. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. Well, that's, I think that's a good thing because ultimately when we think about our own sort of, um, you know, blind forays into teenage mayhem, we mm. could have been armed with a little extra knowledge that wouldn't have hurt us, I don't think. I could have used a little more um, history for my folks, yeah. 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 But I did write a little tiny song about her. Can I just sing it really quickly? Yeah. She's 13. This is really short. Okay, you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm the only person in the world. I'm the only person in the world. You think that I'd be sick of myself, but no, I'm still the only person in the world. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And, and Nick, I sang it to her, and she went, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that, Sean, that is the, uh, that's the upside of oversharing. I like that. I, I appreciate that. Thanks for, thanks for that. That's cool. I mean, I have three daughters, and now I have a granddaughter who's 10. Oh, my. Yeah, Helen and I went to Grandparents' Day 
at fourth grade, you know, last week, which is a whole nother, it's starting all over again. Well, congratulations. That's, wild, that's you know? fantastic. You know, we'll just I hope keep... I'm around long enough to be a grandparent. Uh, that's wonderful. Judging from your song, I think the odds are good. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Hey, thank you again for coming back and uh, all these years. I love the fact that you were part of our inaugural class Me back too. there. So we have more music. Let's hear some more if you don't mind. Welcome back, Sean Colvin. Thank you very much, Nick. I'd like to uh, do a cover song right now. And to help me out, I'd really like to ask my dear friend, Mary Chapin Carpenter, to come out and sing. Oh, you want to say anything about this song? You've been introducing it, I think, very aptly lately. It's about the sweetest song we know. That's the way 
That's such a beautiful song written by Merle Haggard and sung by Sean Colvin and Mary Chapin Carpenter. Up next, from a show we recorded in Fort Collins, Colorado, here's a song by the occasionally reunited band from Minneapolis, the Jayhawks, from back in 2012. That's the Jayhawks on stage at E-Town. We'll be back with more after a short break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town.
I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who hear E-Town on stations like KCHO in Chico, California, on WVPE in Elkhart, Indiana, and on WXRV in Haverhill, Massachusetts, The River, Boston's independent radio. As always, if you'd like some more information about any of the things we're up to at E-Town, lots of stuff is available online at etown.org. Welcome back. We are diving into the archives from 2012 this week. Up next, a lively set of acoustic string band music featuring the infamous String Dusters. And right now, the very first appearance on E-Town by Pokey Lafarge in the South City 3. Here from St. Louis is Pokey Lafarge from back in 2012. So, Pokey, am I right in thinking that your mom gave you your nickname because you were occasionally late? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can interpret that nickname. But, yes, it did come from mom. And let's talk a little bit about the interest, because you've become really a, a student of so many different styles of traditional music. And I'm just wondering when that started and why that started. You know, it, um, certainly have a lot in common with my grandfathers, one of which was an amateur historian and a World War II vet. And another was a ragtime banjo player in the St. Louis Banjo Club. So that was always around. Yeah. But uh, I, I got to say, it was uh, the music of, uh, of my youth, or even a lot of the popular music today, I just uh, doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people will uh, rebel against their folks or whatever, you know. My, my punk rock was old time music. Yeah. What got me playing music was Bill Monroe. You know, what's good enough, grandpa's good enough for me. It's, it's, really, uh, it's really not that common in this culture. It's common in many, many other cultures around the world for elders to have a really important role in uh, the upbringing of the, the next couple of generations. And there's so much to learn. I know that there's a, there's a ton of information that often, and you mentioned one of your grandfathers was a World War II vet, and full of stories and things that I'm sure went with him, unless, unless you recorded them. Yeah, when those people are gone, that's it. And um, I can tell you're also wearing looks like vintage clothing. Oh, well, I, I guess it's just uh, if you're a fan of, like, uh, a rapper or something, you're going to dress like a rapper. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of old dead guys. You know, I'm, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> it's turned into comedy. Always. And then uh, just great things that have been happening for you in the band lately. I know that uh, you played Newport Folk Festival a couple of times, been on the road with Jack White. And I'm gonna, how did that whole thing, how did you and Jack White get connected? The reason it all started was because he heard us on the granddaddy of all radio stations, WSM. Oh, wow. The home of the Grand Ole Opry, 6.50 a.m. in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, it's broadcast country music to the nation for the first time back in the day. But, um, yeah, so he heard us on there, and he called me up, and uh, his label, Third Man Records, was interested in putting out a 45 for his Blue Series. And we did that. We did an Arthur Smith tune, Chitlin' Cooking Time in Cheatham County, <laughs> just north of Nashville on the A side, and a tune of mine called Pack It Up on the B side. And uh, more recordings followed. You know, we uh, backed him up on a song on his new record and did some other shows. Played at Red Rocks. We with, did. We did yeah. Red Rocks and... Uh, Two nights at Radio City Music Hall. Oh, that's big stuff. Big yeah. stuff. And for me, a guy yeah. like you, that's even bigger, right? But, that's... you know, playing here, you know, being here with 
with you, Nick. You know, I grew up listening to Hot Rise and Red Knuckles, so this is right. this is the honor of the of the day of the week right. and the month. You know, I think that makes me old. <laughs> well, it is what it is, man. I'm just telling you, I'm honored to I'm honored to be here. I don't I'm not disputing that. Oh, I'm glad this worked out. I'm so glad you were able to stop by. We got lots more music. Let's listen to some more. Welcome back, if you would, Pokey Lafarge and the South City Three. Thank you. Sticks and stones, passing out his moans and groans. Devil ain't no lazy bones, you were 24 hours a day. Yeah, the devil ain't lazy, no, no siree. The devil ain't lazy, no siree. Likes to see us fighting fucks, makes us mean enough to cuss. Then he blames the Lord and us, you were 24 hours a day. Travels like a lightning streak and it's runs from town to town. If he gets you in your week, he'll tear your playhouse down. Yeah, the devil ain't lazy. No, no sir, but that devil ain't lazy. No sir. And he tells us he won't hurt a fly. Then he makes us steal a lie. Yeah, I keep us sitting until we die. We're 24 hours a day. His pitchfork out each night Gives the folks an awful fright I know it does for spite You were 24 hours a day Yeah, the devil ain't lazy No siree The devil ain't lazy No siree He tells us how to find success And I know you wind up in the stress I'm gonna tell you why Devil is an awful mess You were 24 hours a day Lots of seat there scorch and burn So don't make no excuse If he catches you, he'll turn you St. Louis, Missouri. Pokey Lafarge on guitar and vocals along with Ryan Koenig, Adam Hoskins, and Joey Glenn. The CD is called Middle of Everywhere. Please welcome to E-Town for their first visit, the infamous String Dusters. So, so, uh... I moderated this discussion yesterday, this music event, uh, and there was a bunch of young people who were wanting to get on the road, well, hoping that someday they can be on the road, and just dreaming of, man, someday we're going to be in a van and we're going to be out there playing gigs. And I didn't really tell them the truth. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, you I can't be honest with them. Yeah. You don't want to break their spirit. 
but you know, it isn't usually the glamorous part. But um, how are you guys doing with the, with the traveling and, and being on the road? How's that working out for you? It's good. As of very recently, we we have started to make the transition to the bus, which is uh, <laughs> that change that changes everything. Like like yeah. like also like the trombone. It's yeah. not necessarily native to bluegrass per se. Yeah. Whereas the uh, no buses were part of bluegrass for sure. <laughs> That's All, true. Flatten Scruggs had a bus. I mean, this, yeah, this is old school, but um, but it's good. And I also what did you tell those kids? Uh, <laughs> I told them actually that there's two parts to success and you have to work on both. One is the practical and the other is really the spiritual, which is you got to be creative, you got to focus, you got to find your inspiration and try to capture it. And you also have to be ready for prime time. You have to show up on time, you got to do all that stuff. You know, I was basically like an old guy talking to young people. <laughs> did, you, did you tell them to be nice to each other? <laughs> I did, actually. That's pretty crucial, too. Yeah. I told them to be nice to other people who they're, you know, they're around. Like, if, especially if they have an opening gig. If they're opening for somebody, be really nice to everyone. And be on time. Yeah, be on time. I told yeah. them that. Yeah. So, see, young, you know, these, these guys are really getting it figured out. and they, They've got a head start. Um, last thing before we go back to, to music. I noticed on the new CD there is a little self-reflection. There's some, some river and, and uh, sort of nature... Uh, imagery uh, and some epic journeys in there and, and it's self-reflection. It just seems like um, some environmental concerns, all of that stuff. You guys are, are really kind of changing the, you know, it isn't Little Cabin Home on the Hill. This is a different kind of songwriting you're into now. It's a different kind of world. Yeah. You know, being a musician, you have an opportunity, you sort of have a pulpit and you can sort of tell people what, you can talk about whatever you want. And, and you know, we shy away from politics because that's mess. But, you know, one thing we all agree on is the value of, of real tangible experiences, you know. You know, music events are one of the most amazing things. People don't get together for a lot of reasons anymore. They get together right. for sporting events, maybe, and religious services, and music events. And this is the only one in which there is no other. There's no different. It's, everyone's there for the same reason, you know. And, and that's something that I think it, it's really sort of an undercurrent. Yeah. I mean, here we are, right? Feels good, doesn't it? We're all on the same team. Meanwhile, it's just, I just think it's great that you guys are thinking like you are and playing like you are and writing songs like you are. And uh, it's a treat to get to have you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, let's get back to music. Welcome back to Nashville, Tennessee, the infamous String Dusters. Don't you just love Nick Forster? Isn't just adorable? Treasures fade away I don't worry I'm 
things I own, though a poor man I may be. With able batter after I'm gone, so they don't mean nothing to me. The infamous String Dusters, thanks to those guys and to Pokey Lafarge and the South City Three. We've got time for one more song. I want to thank our production crew that seems to be getting smaller all the time. It's Todd Ayers, with special thanks to Helen Forrester. We're going to leave you with a song that Bob Dylan wrote, apparently inspired by a Scottish ballad and sung here by the West Coast band that covers so much ground so well, Marley's Ghost. I'm Nick Forrester. I hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. Lay down your weary tune, lay down Lay down the song you strum And rest yourself neath the strength of strings No voice can hope to Caught by the sound before the dawn I knew the night had gone The morning breeze like a bugle blew Against the drums of dawn down your weary tune, lay down, lay down the song you strum, and rest yourself neath the strength of strings, no voice can hope to
This is a production of E-Town. There you have it. Marley's Ghost wrapping up a great pile of songs from our 2012 season. Thanks to all of our musical guests. I'm Nick Forrester. Thank you for listening.